This is Jennifer Davis Page in the studio today with my partners and co-hosts, B.B. Peters and Dr. Andrea Gould-Marks, and welcome to Boom Goddess Radio. We had the pleasure today of interviewing two amazing women, and they are beauty queens. <laughs> we, have, we have with us today Hermé Sherry who is the 2004 Ms. Senior Arizona and the president of the Cameo Foundation, which we'll talk about during this, this uh, podcast. And we also have 2019 Queen of Ms. Senior Arizona, who is Ava Janung. Uh, and welcome, ladies, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Ava, tell me, how did you decide to even join uh, the or the contest? How did you when you put your hand up and say, "I think I'm going to do this"? What made you make that decision? <laughs> well, actually, uh, this happened several years ago. I had my grandchildren, and we were getting a Jamba Juice, and mm-hmm. in the little store was a Loving Life magazine, and I was, you know, looking through it, and <clears throat> lo and behold, there was this article advertising the pageant for 60-year-old women, and I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't even know anything like that existed. And so I was very intrigued by the possibility, so I went home and I called Hermie and I said, introduce myself, and I said, I have to ask you one question, do I need to wear a bathing suit? And she said, no, that's not required. So I said, okay, I'm in. (laughs) And how many women participated in the 2019 pageant? 19, uh, 21. 21. We ended up with 20. There was one that had uh, to drop out because of illness. But she's coming back this year. But um, (laughs) illness, but yeah, 20. We try to keep it to 20 if we can. That To put them through, um, we try to get them in there and... Three hours, six to nine is the pageant, and they work out for five weeks. We have five weeks of rehearsal, and then, but it's it's a long, it's a lot of ladies. Twenty is, twenty is a full. It's a full. If we have more than twenty in the applications, we will have auditions. Oh, okay. So twenty is the ceiling, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you have more than that, you'll have auditions. Mm-hmm. All right. If it if we had twenty one, we won't cut out one person. Okay, but, but, but past that, we will. <laughs> Could we go back to the history? Mm-hmm. How such a thing got started here in Arizona? Although I know it happens in other states. As right? Well. Yeah, it is nationwide. And Mott, uh, Al Mott and his wife Betsy started this. In fact, we are going to Atlantic City for the nationals in October. And where Ava will be competing for national title, and um, they, they, they will be celebrating their 40th year. Now, our pageant here in Arizona is 30 years old, and it was started by a couple of women who had a syndicated radio show. Your second 50 years, Helen, Hetty, Hetty, and Helen, and they started uh, a Miss Senior Arizona, a Miss Senior Arizona pageant, not even knowing about Al Mott's at that time. And he, they started and had it the first year, and he came to them and wanted him them to join senior America. And they said, okay. So she decided that they would go ahead and go by all his rules and regulations. And that's, so we've been going to national now. This will be their 40th year. Are they still with us? Oh yeah. The two original? Oh yes. Actually they left, um, they left, um, actually my year was the first time that they, 
the last time that they were here, uh, she took her syndicated radio uh, show to um, Florida, and she's now in Florida doing her her show still. And um, down, and then two ladies took over then, um, Marilyn and Robin, uh, called Grande and Marilyn. Uh, they took it over. They bought it, and that was my first year. I was their first queen, and then. Um, about nine years ago now, uh, Marilyn came to Ken and I. Now, I became very involved in the pageant at that time, and after I won, I became the media director. And I so I worked with Marilyn and Robin for all those years, and about nine years ago, Marilyn came to me, and, well, she actually called us one morning, and she said, can you and Ken have lunch with me? And I was like, I mean, then you think something's really wrong. Mm -hmm. And I said, what? And she said, I just need to talk to you. So we met for lunch and she started talking about that she was, they were going to, her and her husband were joining the Peace Corps. And she kept talking and my husband said, "Um, wait a minute. I said, Marilyn, are you asking us to take the pageant? She said, now wait. Ken said, stop. My husband said, stop. And she said, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Hermie. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I, but we have an eight member board because we're a 501c3 charity. And so I said, I, I, well, first of all, we had, it wasn't on our bucket list to take over the pageant. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Um, we can't make that decision. We have a board. We have to go to the board. And the board had a big, long discussion and said, let's go for it. So Go for it, Hermie. <laughs> That's kind of so we kind of just jumped in and took it, and it's been a blessing. And I think probably um, if you talk to Ken and 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 Danny Davis, who is on our board also, and he was with KOY Radio for many many years, and he's been with this pageant longer than I have. He was with it when Hetty and Helen had it, and they um, basically said, "Let's do it. Let's go for it." And we all work on it. And there's about a hundred people including the 20 contestants that work on this pageant every year. So, Hermie, if you had a pie divided into sections, Mm -hmm. how much, what percentage of your life um, over the recent (laughs) years is dedicated to the pageant and everything that happens after and before? Probably 99.9%. Wow. (laughs) Just curious. Wow. Okay, Okay, so there's meal prep and there's sleep, but other than that, There's everything. There's everything. I will have to tell you, though, um, my husband is the biggest supporter, and he's just as involved as I am, and he's sitting out there. He's... He said to me the night that I was in the pageant, he said, if you should happen to win, I'll give you one year. I'll be yours for one year to do anything you want, and that's been uh, since 2004. And now he's He's just he's does all the music. We do a lot of shows. Um, we have a big fashion show coming up. It'll be in our tenth year, and he's more involved than has been anybody else. You know, yeah, we're we're wonderful. so into the lives of women, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. what are the um, what happens that changes our life? This mm-hmm. sounds like it was a life changing experience. Did it, never for had you. been in a pageant. Never planned to be in a pageant. It was a. Um, I was working, and and um, all of a sudden I saw a little tiny article in the Phoenix paper that said something about the Miss Seniors on a pageant, and I thought, well, now that that sounds interesting. Um, I it was just a tiny little article about four lines, and I called the lady, and she said, um, really nice. It was heady, and and she said, well, honey, how old are you? And I said, fifty six, and she said, you're not old enough. So I carried that little <laughs> piece in my wallet for all those years, and when I became sixty, I called. And that's you know that and the rest is history. <laughs> so you so you were seeded with that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what Ava, what mindset you had before you 
entered the pageant. And we understand there was a couple of years of your training. Right, right. Well, before the pageant even, I, I didn't even know it existed, you know. And it just caught my attention because, you know, we all grew up watching Miss America on television. Mm -hmm. And we all pretended that we were the queen and would walk up and down our living room or whatever. And um, never, ever dreaming that I would ever participate in something like this, especially at the age of 60, 65, 68. I'm 68 now. And, um, you know, but like you said, I entered the pageant for the first time in 2016. And um, I was first runner up. And I just had a, a great time, a lot of fun. So I decided I would enter the pageant again, which I did. And I was in the top five again. And then you're allowed three times and you have to take a break between year two and year three or somewhere in that three year span. You need to take a break, which I did. And then this last year, I decided, you know what? This is it. Do or die. Third time to charm. Third time's to charm. That's what they said. And the stars were in alignment, and everything turned out just as I had hoped. So. Congratulations. Thank congratulations you. for Thank you. making it to the very end. Yes. And congratulations for having the stamina and the commitment and the interest to do that, right? Mm -hmm. But I am so eager to know about the emotions and the feelings and the benefits and the value that you two lovely queens have gotten from <laughs> participating in this? It's a change of life. Um, it, you have to, I think, and I think whoever takes it over, whether it would be me or anybody else or, or my husband and I, is that you have, it has to be a labor of love. And we really believe in the pageant and we really believe in our, our bottom line is to victims of domestic violence and that is where any money nobody's paid nobody on our board's paid nobody works on it ken and i nobody on our board gets a cent and we all work as charity and and when anything that is over and above what it takes to put the pageant out we donate to the victims of domestic violence we work with faith house and it's been it's been a labor i think what I would and I, I would speak for Ken and I both right now and the people who work on it. But one of the things that and Danny even our MC, um, when you see these ladies stepping out of their comfort zone, for the most part, probably eighty to five to ninety percent of them have never been on stage before. It's something they saw, <clears throat> excuse me, like Ava did, and thought, oh well, that looks interesting. Um, and we see them the first night that they come first day they come for a rehearsal and they're scared and they're stepping out of their comfort zone and they don't know what they're going to do and maybe say they know what they're going to do and maybe they'll tell you I don't have a talent and we say yes you do we'll find it <laughs> and we do and um and it, and then see them over that five weeks six weeks and that's six Saturday and see them on that stage that night and hitting their mark we're in tears and that's where we get our comfort zone for Oh, my gosh. And on a personal note, Ava, um, how was your experience? How did you grow in, con in confidence? How did you grow in mm, making the connections with the other women and uh, continuing to build the tribe that you two have been working on? How, what were your uh, thoughts from I it? think what you just said is one of the greatest benefits of doing something like this is, um, you know, like you're on stage and you are presenting yourself in front of an audience, maybe for the first time, like I personally am a teacher and a teacher trainer. So I find myself in front of 
hundreds of teachers at a time. However, <laughs> when you're in front of a group of women and you know you're being judged, it's different, you know. And so it's every time I got on stage to practice my dance, I felt like my heart was just going to jump out of my throat. I was so nervous. I wasn't afraid of what I was doing. It's just being in front of that audience and putting yourself in a context that you're not used to. And you can't help but grow from something like that. And that is, I, I tell my friends, I'm such a promoter of this pageant. And I tell my friends, this is one of the greatest personal development opportunities you will ever run across in a fun, glamorous, supportive mm -hmm. way. It's such a unique opportunity for women at our age to do something and still feel like a princess and to get mm -hmm. on stage and show off a talent that's maybe we've all, always had or a new talent developed and discovered to state our philosophy of life. That's, you know, getting that introspective view and talking about it. That's a huge risk for a lot of these women. I mean, they'll get on stage during rehearsal and just break into tears because it's just, <laughs> and you just know that they're going to be okay, but it's the journey. Mm -hmm. And, and like she said, that, that pageant night, they are beaming, they grew so much. And I just, I just wish that for, for anyone that can take that opportunity to take that risk to take yourself on and to know that you are being so totally supported by Hermie and her crew. And we all, all the contestants, we were supportive of one another. You know, we didn't feel like we were competing against each other. We just felt like we were like a sisterhood. We're all in this together and we're having so much fun. And do we all want to win? Well, of course we all want to win. But if we don't, well, you know, we're going to try again. You Sounds know? like the bonding it, is oh, one of the it main is. It is a bonding. It is. I, I was telling, it's so funny you mentioned the word tribe during, I think it was the first pageant I was in. It was our last night and we were in the dressing room and we were holding hands and we were, you know, praying and just being thankful for this opportunity. And I went home and I told her, I said, you know what? I have a new tribe of women. These women, I have mm -hmm. my whole, I have my form, my friends at home, which are, you know, they will always be my friends, but, you know, make new friends and, you know, the Girl You're Scout sing model. it, sing it for us. <laughs> <laughs> make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. And this is exactly an opportunity, uh, an example of that, because these women are bold enough to, to, to take the risk that we took and, you just you can't help but to bond. You know, after the first rehearsal, we felt like we were soul sisters. You know, yes. what you talk about uh, reminds us so much of we have this group called the Network of Extraordinary Women here mm -hmm. in Tucson with over 515 members. And uh, we meet once a month on the first Monday of each month. And then uh, the women that come feel that connection that you mm -hmm. would just describing. And uh, not that long ago, uh, Dr. Andrea <laughs> led a marvelous presentation called You Reimagined. And we had about 15 women, mostly women, um, attend. And one of them, who just moved here from New York, said that this is the tribe she's been looking for. Mm -hmm. And she's been here in Tucson for over a year. Mm -hmm. So providing that platform for connection, which is at the very heart and soul of what Boom Goddess Radio mm -hmm. does, mm -hmm. we feel so fortunate and grateful to be connected with you two in the other city of Arizona. It is really true. It becomes a sisterhood and that's one of the things that we preach all the time because the ladies become it's not 
you hear so much about pageants, and it's not really a it's not a pageant like that. These ladies bond. They love each other. Then they are able to join the Cameo Club, which is a club you're only eligible to be there if you've gone through the pageant. And now they can go out. We have two, several groups of performers that can go out to the homes and they perform. So they get lots more experience and they get lots more exposure from going out and performing. And we do shows and things like that. But this is one of the things that you watch the growth that they go through and watch what they have to do. Um, she mentioned the philosophy of life. One, that's one of the, there's four categories, and philosophy of life is one of them, but that's one of the things that we, from the very day they join, they, we start working, it's in their application. They've Harmony, got to write it. Can you take us through the process from beginning to end? Because this sounds, mm -hmm. and you mentioned it, like an incredible personal growth experience mm -hmm. that includes leaving one's comfort zone mm -hmm. and in the same time in the company of a support system. Mm -hmm. As a psychologist, that's a winning mm -hmm. combination. Can you <laughs> talk about it from the beginning, yeah. from the point of application? <clears throat> what happens? What's the flow of events? The applications, as a matter of fact, will go out the first week of September. And there'll probably be about 100 go out for me. And then, and then you hope to get 20 to 25, whatever. I always pray not to have more than 21 because I don't like to cut out anybody. <laughs> but um, then they, the applications are out, and they can go through that, and they can call for questions or whatever. But they, the four categories that they have to work on is they have to write and memorize and say their philosophy of life in 35 seconds or less. Um, many of them don't even know what philosophy of life means. It's in the application. I have the a description there. But you're not here to tell somebody how to live. You're here to say, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This is how I live. And so getting them there, we work for five weeks on that. And some of them come in with it, not too bad. And some, I've had them come in with a, with a whole eight and a half by 11 sheet typed up. No, that's not going to work. It's got to be done in 35 seconds. But they have to do a talent of no more than two minutes and 45 seconds. That's fun, I bet. That's and, fun and to that, watch. Oh, my gosh. It, it's, um, and then they have to model an evening gown. So we work on the gowns. And then there's judges' interviews the Friday night before the pageant. And my judges, I get judges from all walks of life if I can. And they don't any of them know each other until they arrive on Friday night to, and go in that room to do the judges' interviews. And then um, and they are not allowed to know any of the contestants. And the contestants meet them one-on-one -on, -one on Friday night. Um, it's. It, I want to tell you, take a little break here and tell you that one of the things that we get all the time is when the ladies will call in after they get the contest, after they get the application, and say, "I don't have a talent," and we say, "Yeah, you do. We'll find one." So, a few years ago, we had a lady show up, and at, we have an informational meeting in January. So, if you want to come and just hear and ask questions, we do that, and. Um, and then we don't start then our, our rehearsals until five weeks before. And she showed, and, and we have to get up and say your name, your age, and where you live. And she got up and started to cry. She was scared. And um, I, so we finally said to her, I said, well, um, what would you like to do? Uh, Wanda, what would you like to do? And she said, well, I don't know. And I said, well, think about it, and let's see what we can work out. She finally came back the next day and said, um, I think I want to be a clown. And we said, okay, we can make you a clown. So one of our former queens is some dancers, and they took her aside, and, and they helped her over the next two or three weeks to learn a few little steps. Unfortunately, she's now not disabled and in a wheelchair, but that was when 
And then I got the music for You Are My Sunshine and put it behind her. And she got the clown outfit and everything. And she got out there that night. She worked for five weeks on that. And she just, she did an absolutely wonderful time. She went on and joined the APS School of Clowns and became a professional clown. Oh, wow. What That's a wonderful story. This, and these are the things that we see. Another one was... Um, I have to have trouble talking about this one. Well, let's have you tell us the next story (laughs) after we take a a small break, uh, and we'll be right back. Okay. We're back with Ava and Hermie, and we're talking about these incredible transformative experiences that the pageant allows its participants to evolve through. Mm -hmm. Tell us another story. We had a lady um, came to one of our our first informational meetings and, uh, again, stood up and she didn't know what she wanted to do. And then she finally said, well, I really didn't even join this. My boyfriend got the application and he filled it out. He wants me to be in it. And we said, okay, well, what do you think you'd like to do? She, she said, I'm not, a, I'm not a singer. And do you sing? Do you dance? No. Um, my boyfriend wants me to sing Hello, Dolly. Okay. <laughs> um, so we started working with her and, and a couple of the ladies, uh, former queens got with her. They started working with her. We got the music for Hello, Dolly. He brought her a more, one of the most gorgeous purple outfits with a big purple hat with a feather, a dolly <laughs> outfit, in other words. She worked her heart out on that every Saturday. And um, she got out there that night, and she put every ounce of energy she had in that music, and she did the whole thing. And all you could hear in the crowd, the crowd was going crazy, but her, her boyfriend was yelling, that's my dolly, that's my dolly. <laughs> and and when she came off the stage, I grabbed her, and she was wet with perspiration. That's how much she had put into it. Um, it the, those are the kinds of stories, and I could go on, but that's the kind of stories that we get. Danny and Kent, Danny, our other MC that MCs with me, Danny and Ken and I have tears that night when we watch these ladies and know where they came from. We saw them six weeks ago. We know where they came from. And that's that's where we get our inspiration from. And that's what's probably going to happen with It'll, Ava yeah. because she's a teacher and a trainer. And now so, you're going to be in a position right. to be a coach and yes, yes. see the um, transformation right, of your right. people. Now tell us, what is your... Um, what does your reign look like? I mean, are you traveling are you, or is it just through the state of Arizona? Tell us what your duties and obligations are as, as the uh, mid-senior Arizona. Well, um, it's going to really start cranking up right about <laughs> fall here. We, um, Because of Loving Life After 50, our huge sponsor, we work all of their expos. So we come to Tucson and we go Phoenix, Mesa, all over the valley. We do that. Um, there's performing, like Hermie had mentioned, we get a chance to perform in different retirement homes, care homes, that type of thing. Um, there is There are parades. We went to um, Prescott over the 4th of July. We were in that parade, and then we went to their senior care home, and we performed there. Um, so we will do the Veterans Day Parade. We'll do the Parada del Sol um, we uh, was on Channel 15 a couple days ago. We, you know, so we did that interview, and of course today is just such a fun opportunity <laughs> oh. to do this. 
Um, but there's really no script. I mean, there are some things that we do. We'll perform at the fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's things that are, are on the calendar that she gave me in the very beginning. Put, you know, just put these in. But as opportunities come up, such as this today, we're open to do whatever. You know, we'll go all over the state because this is a state pageant. You know, granted, most <laughs> women do live in the Phoenix area. But we have one gal that travels from Marana. We've had some from the North Valleys. And and uh, so we're open to any opportunity that would want to learn more about our pageant. We will be very happy to travel there, perform there. We've gone to Wickenburg. We've performed there. Um, and when you speak about performing or we perform, who is that? That's the women that have been in the Cameo Club that have gone through the pageant that are now members of the Cameo Club. Are these just the winners? Or no, the top no, five? All no, contestants, no. once okay. you've gone Any, through the pageant, yeah. mm-hmm. you can then become a member of the Cameo Club, where we meet once a month at a business luncheon. Mm. And we, you know, we do the things that you do, you know, and we reach out. And it's a social opportunity to grow and to, to see how what we've done since the pageant. How are we continuing to grow? What new goals have we set for ourselves? What, what, what is your, how does your life different now? And celebrating that. That's a great question. And we love it to is. know yeah, the yeah. answer to yeah. that question. <laughs> so uh, did you want to uh, ask something else before we break? Yes. Uh, I wanted to... We need to bring them down here to talk to our network of extraordinary women. So we'll talk, we'll talk okay. to you. We'll talk to you a little bit about that because I did notice that most of your women were from the Phoenix area, and you answered my question as to whether mm-hmm. it's. I know it's open to other women, but mm-hmm. do women from other parts of the state? Um, apply. We've had contestants from all over. We've had a queen from Flagstaff, one from Sedona. We have one from Cottonwood. We have from, we've had a couple from Tucson. Okay. They travel all over. Yeah. It's, they come from all over Arizona and luckily Arizona is not so big that they couldn't mm-hmm. drive it within two or two and a half hours. Right. Um, California has like five different, um, pre pre ones because they, it's too, it's just too big a state, but here they can get there. They can, and occasionally uh, you have one or two, maybe two or more from Tucson, and they carpool down for the for the rehearsals. Or one of our one of our queens is from Cottonwood, and her and her husband perform for the Blazon M Ranch up there, and okay. they're they're professional. So we do have ladies that come in that are professional, or have been professionals, or have been on stage, but probably eighty percent of them have never been on stage before or done anything like this. So they're stepping totally out of their um, comfort zone. So the Miss Senior uh, Contest, so all 50, all 50 states currently has a pageant? Currently there's um, 22, I believe, that have pageants. There's 26 that call at, they call those at large. So if you wanted to, if somebody wanted to buy their title and pay their way, they could represent that stage. But now Phoenix has one every year, but there's, they call them at large. When you ladies go to Atlanta City, then there'll be another 22 women there. It'll probably be about 40 something, I think right now is what they're, what that is because you, if they, if some of the ladies like, we have one of our ladies that are, lives here in Arizona who was from Wyoming and that was her hometown and they still have, they go back and forth all the time, but she went back and bought the crown for there and actually what she did is she went to the businesses because they don't have a pageant and she wanted to represent Wyoming so she wrote letters to the businesses and they sponsored her and paid her way and she's Miss Wyoming 
Oh, and by buying the crown, you, you mean to sponsor the activities yeah, mm -hmm. that will... They have, you have to buy the crown. And, and, you know, I mean, we we pay to get our queen there. We pay our airfare. We pay for everything. Her expenses are all paid. But, yeah, it's an entry fee. Um, I just told her on the way here, I just got her full-page ad for the program uh, mailed. So everything, yeah, we take care of our queen. But if they were coming at a large, if they bought a crown from another state... Um, then, then they're at large, but they, 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 they become a queen. So there's probably going to be 40-plus there. Wonderful. We're going to break in just a moment. And when we come back, we want to talk to the lovely Ava and Hermie about their experiences in the pageant and how people can contact them and what's happening in their schedule. Uh, and we also want to talk about the talent competition. I'm very nervous about that part myself. <laughs> are you planning to? Uh, I was you just planning? about to say no, it looks no, like we no, might no, have no. a. I think we I might think, have a contestant. I, for I, you. I think. I think I see a contestant here. <laughs> okay, well, stay tuned to see who of us will do that. Okay. We're back, and this is B.B. Peters, and with my co-host, Dr. Andrew Gould-Marks, and Jennifer Davis-Page of Boom Goddess Radio. And we're having a delightful discussion and very heartwarming with two uh, past and current uh, queens of the Miss Senior Arizona pageant. What a treat. Thank you for uh, driving all the way from Phoenix to visit with us. And we can be more delighted to have you here. Just want to give our listeners a touch of a, a touch of a, a visual a, a visual <laughs> as to what we are seeing and where we're facing and how these queens are looking to us so Hermie uh, was the queen in 2004 and she looks lovely she has the dark dress on well the two women are dressed stunningly like perfection going that's to, what queens do baby. that's what, that's what queens, queens do. do okay of course her hair is done her makeup is perfect she has a great smile and and that's Hermie. And a and beautiful then, face. And a beautiful <laughs> face. Beautiful and face. a beautiful, warm, friendly face, right? And Hermie is, and um, Ava is so delightful because she, of course, begins with her crown on. She came in, she walked into our recording studio with the crown on. So we were bowing already. She has a lovely haircut and a beautiful red dress. And both of them have this amazing wide ribbon, a sash, uh, pronouncing them Miss Arizona. And it has a lovely detail on it, uh, little pieces of art and little bling on it. Uh, so let's just ask about those sashes. Like who made those and what do they uh, represent? These are made through National. They come to us uh, through the National. So actually, actually, every year when we get um, the crown and the banner comes to us, uh, the first year that Ken and I took it over, um, we were there that day, the day of the pageant, and I suddenly, we had all the trophies out, getting ready for the evening, and all of a sudden I said, where's the crown and banner? And it had, was still at home. So Ken <laughs> made a mad dash at home, but I had put it right where I knew where it was, and I, I knew where to go tell him to go get it. But the crown and banner is all comes from National, and that's part of our entry fee. 
And it looks like it has like little badges on it. It will. In addition, almost like Girl Scout. Well, <laughs> it's got a lot of pins. And a lot of these pins, if you notice, and they can't, I know the people can't see them, but um, as Ava will do this too, as the contestant goes, they have to take some sort of a souvenir. So for the last few years, our queen, um, I've helped make the cards that they take for airs on them. They can pick their own background and stuff and then have these pins. I designed this the first year and my husband drew it up and I had them made. So now most of these are the different years the ladies have had them made and just changed the year, the year on it. Fantastic. Okay, so now let's get back to talent because I've been dying to ask this question. <laughs> I'm dying. Okay, so talent. You were talking about uh, some of the contestants feeling nervous and uncomfortable, just talking about their um, philosophy of mm -hmm. life, but also about not knowing what uh, talent they have and what they do actually, what they could do. But Ava, take us through your description, your definition of how you chose the talent that you performed and how did it go? Tell us about everything. Well, I've always been a dancer, so it was a no-brainer what I was going to do for my talent. Um, I love to dance. I love to perform. The tricky part about the dance is that to try to find the music that's interesting and that the audience would associate with, to keeping it under two minutes and 45 seconds, and then choosing a costume that goes with the music and the talent and all of that. So um, it's, it's all encompassing, but I had a vision of what I wanted and I had some wonderful support systems with someone that knows music and knows how to splice it. And I had a great dress designer and um, so that so that worked out great. So what did you wear? What was your outfit? I well, I did. I chose Motown for my music. Cool. What One else? of our favorite, our favorite thing. Cool. Okay. It, was, it was great. And Motown seems to be really popular yes. with this, you know, with Aretha Franklin and all of that. So I just had envisioned this Motown dress. So it was very, of course, it had to have a lot of sparkle and glitter. And the skirt had pink ruffles on one side and you know, little straps here to kind of cover the fat arms and <laughs> we don't know anything about fat arms. <laughs> so um, I just I thought it was a really fun dress. It would move a lot, a lot with the music and, and just, what heels? What? How? Well, I wear character heels. Um, they're they're like um, they're not very fancy, but they're like a about a one and a half to two inch heel that I, I do most of my dancing is usually what I like to do is like a Broadway jazz kind of dance. Yes. And so that is what I wear most of the time. And now, did you film this? Did you film the pageant? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yes. yes. It's yes. So, mm -hmm. so our listeners, uh, can they where can they go to kind of take a look at the 2019 pageant? Maybe they can call me and we'll get it. We'll get I can always send my, we, we have copies. I can send them. Great. OK. Yeah. And you can give that information at the end of the mm -hmm. show. Yes. Uh -huh. All right. Terrific. <laughs> So, so anyway, so that was my talent. But I do want to mention that there was one woman in the first talent or the first competition I was in, and she was a cancer survivor, a beautiful woman, very physically fit. And she had cancer in her, I hope I'm telling this right, she had cancer in her throat. So she had trouble speaking a little bit. But she, her talent was getting up and just articulating about how important exercise is for, for ongoing health. Mm. And she talked for two minutes about exercise and she would stand up and she would sit down. She said, this is this is how you start. 
you know, and she spoke very deliberately and concisely, and she was second runner up. Uh-huh. Wow. You know, so you don't have to be a superstar mm-hmm. singer, dancer, you know, pianist or whatever. But she was just so so just the way she presented herself and her information just spoke very highly was lovely. of her. This mm-hmm. is yes. so important because yes. so many of us don't recognize what our strengths are. Right. right. And so it's wonderful that mm-hmm. there's that variability. Have there been any stand up comics? Oh yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> one because of our queens you, okay. one of our queens actually two thir- two twelve. Uh, was a stand-up comedian. And aside from the clown, what is what else? Well, me, who else has done the I most need to, extraordinary? I need to tell them about um, what year before last we had um, a lady come in. Actually, there was two of them. I need to tell you about, and she um, was a comedian. And she every for five weeks she would get up to do her talent in the rehearsals, and she never said the same thing twice. And finally, I put my arm around her one day and I said, Alfreda have you got this memorized? And she said, yes. And I said, well, honey, you've never said it the same five weeks in a row. (laughs) And she said, I know, but I can, I got it. So that night, Danny and I up there at the microphone, I, I wasn't sure exactly what Alfreda's going to do tonight. She came out on that stage and she had the audience in stitches. She came out with her gown on and slippers and she was looking for her who stole my sli- who stole my shoes, who stole my heels and she went on and they were dying laughing. And so what they did, she brought the house down, but the other one was a lady that came in and said she didn't know what she wanted to do, but she wanted, thought she wanted to make, her mother had passed away, and she wanted to make a call to her mother in heaven. And I'm thinking, um, I don't know for sure how we're going to do this, but there must be a way. Um, she, we got, she got, a, we got her a chair and a table and a telephone, and then she was holding a book. And I said, after the first rehearsal, I said, Diana, you can't use that book. You're making a call to your mother, and you can't read it. You're going to have to memorize it. And um, she memorized the whole thing she wanted to say to her mother and the phone rang when and when it started she picks up the phone and she said hi mom she said I just wanted to tell you what I'm doing this year's my yearly call and I want to know how you are and tell you what I'm doing I entered the Miss Senior Arizona pageant this year and anyway it's hard for me to talk about um she started talking and then when she said I I will call I'm having the time of my life and she told her about the pageant and um then she said she ended by singing, I come to the garden alone. <laughs> and um, she had us all in tears. And that night she had people in the audience crying. And she pulled it just like that. She pulled it off. But that was after five or six weeks she worked on that. And those are the I mean, you can do talent can come from anywhere. Sure it can. Everybody's I mean, hula, got a hoop, talent. Dancer, uh-huh. ventriloquist. <laughs> How fun. Fabulous. Piano, clarinet. Fun. We've had it all. That's yeah. given us some ideas, some isn't ideas, it? For, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How many people actually come and see the pageant take place? We take um we take we go from eight hundred to nine hundred and right wow, right people. in that people um um, the the, the theater seats um 1300 my goal is to sell it out but that hasn't happened yet but when we were at the sun dome i don't know if any of you've been around long enough to know what the sun dome was in phoenix but um and actually out in sun city west but um it's torn down now so we had to move but the valley vista performing arts is a beautiful beautiful facility and um it we go any it depends a lot on the contestants because the contestants bring a lot of a lot of people in and they get first they get first right 
to the seats. So the first day that they're there, they get to fill out something and block some seats so that they, because they don't know for sure what they've got coming in, they fill out a thing and we block those seats for them. And then they have a deadline where they either turn them back or pay for them. But and they pay for they, uh, tickets. And mm-hmm. what are, and how are those priced? They're 15 and 25. 15, 15 for regulars and okay. 25 for VIPs. And then they get, they get a 20% discount on all theirs. Let's talk a little bit about the Cameo Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you talked at the top of the show about how you started it, and give us the. Is there a particular uh, foundation that you give to that the Cameo Foundation gives to? We donate to victims of domestic violence, and <clears throat> excuse me. Every year we have now we've been with Faith House, which is part of New Leaf. Um, we've been with them for three years now, but we've been with uh, a lot of the different ones. We kind of pick and choose. We were we, had the, we were with Chrysalis, Chrysalis for a couple of years. They're huge. They're big, and they get a lot of help. So we decided that we needed to work with the smaller ones, the, the smaller shelters that really are in need of the money. And so we've been with Faith House now for three years, and it's been it's a wonderful facility, and it's one of the older ones, but it's a great facility. And we find that um, we can we even even our end of the year donation, whatever that happens to be, um, we also the cameo ladies will maybe one like last um, this month we brought towels and another month we bring this no this month we brought school, school supplies, supplies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> at Christmas time we bring toys and you know we bring whatever they need but we have about eighty members of the cameo club so they bring we we donate a lot during the year now the foundation started earlier and we were we started out with um, when I was queen that was my goal to do a ball and we got the ball going and then three years later we we turned it into a five hundred one c three but we did a we did a um, huge ball at the Scottsdale Hilton for twelve years. Years. And um, I had thought we'd do it 10, but uh, we did do it 12. But um, it was once we took the pageant, it was just too much on Ken and I. We couldn't, we couldn't keep it going because it's, that was undertaking. Why was domestic violence uh, so important to you? Um, domestic violence, we found, don't, doesn't get as much of the, the national help as, as all the big the cancer and the heart and they just don't get what they need mm-hmm. and many of the shelters are are struggling to stay alive also um when the women send in their applications they have to write their bio and you'd be amazed how many of them have been hit with domestic violence over their lives no we wouldn't be amazed no you probably wouldn't be <laughs> yeah we are and aware. and you and there's sometimes i can read them and cry because mm-hmm. i of what some of these ladies have been through and and see them today and never ever think that they've been through what they've been through. Jennifer just did an amazing show with one Colin and three women here on the very same topic mm-hmm. around the Me Too movement. It's, mm-hmm. So um, it's so heart tugging to understand and hear that you are so committed to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and you are one of the angels really that is bringing this about and making this knowledge be so prominent in our community Mm -hmm. no matter what age can you tell us a little bit more about how faith house operates for instance faith house is part of new leaf and they're uh they're a large shelter um they're in glendale um when we started to do the we actually did a lot of research when we decided to go with domestic violence the board we 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 researched them and we went out we went to 
all the different, wasn't just domestic violence, but we looked into um, all of them and asked, where does your money go? So it was really important to us to know, where does your money go? Does it stay here? Because mm-hmm. we want to send in our money to New York or someplace mm-hmm. else. We want to know where and who, how does this money go? Because we work for it and we want to put it where it does the most good. Um, but Faith House is part of New Leap. Um, we do. Um, we take our ladies through there to go see how it works. And Ava could probably give you, because she's she she's been newer to it than, and I know more about it. But it's one of those things that, when they go through it, the ladies go through it. They just go ah, oh, because it's run so well. The director there is um, the lady that's that's on on premises has been with them twenty years, and but they're so dedicated to this, to what they're doing. Is and it a temporary shelter? No. It's, oh yeah, it is a temporary. I mean, right. they they have so many days, but they also have a facility over in a Mesa, Mesa, where um, they have a big. They have like, I think five, four or five buildings where they have apartments where they try they transition them into if they get them a help. They try to help get them a job, help them get these things, and this is this is how they they transition them, trying to help them get out of there if they can. Sure, the sure. nursery is gorgeous. They have a great. Uh, when we first started going with them three, I think it's three years ago now, they were putting in the uh, the facility itself. It's gorgeous, but it's older. It's one of the oldest. And they uh, were putting in the play yard, and we've watched that play yard be built. And it's they, they just have, they just, every year they've added something. It's a great facility. So gratifying to know that such right. things really And we exist. see where our money goes. Yes. And that's important to us. That's you know, very important. Where does this money go? When we're going to take, when we... We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with you, Ava. Um, Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Boom Goddess Radio. This is Jennifer Davis Page here uh, in the studio with B.B. Peters and Dr. Andrea Gould-Marks. Okay, uh, Ava, tell us a little bit about your your first introduction to Faith House. I mean, this is the first year that you've worked with them, right? Well, as soon as I joined the Cameo Club, I knew automatically that was our connection. Mm-hmm. And um, I really first got introduced when my Bunko ladies, you know, outside of the pageant, we had a purse party where we collected all of our old purses and filled it with sundries. And I said, where can we take this? Mm-hmm. And I knew that we had a connection right away. And so once we got more involved with uh, the Faith House, we, like Hermie said, we took a tour. And I mean, I left with tears in my eyes just because the women that work there, like they've been there for years and years and they have such a passion and such love for these residents. And I think they stay for about three months, I think is what she, what they were telling us. And I can't even imagine what they're going through, the security that they have to, you know, make sure Mm -hmm. that those, their residents are safe, but the love that those women have, I just thought it's just a calling. There is such a blessing to those people that are in that facility. So it's so amazing to see devotion. Oh, so devotion. Yes. You know, and and we're doing a fundraiser coming up Mm -hmm. for uh, young women at the Haven, which is Mm -hmm. drug and alcohol rehab. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you know, there's, there's caring for Mm -hmm. the children. They have a garden, Mm -hmm. they teach skills. Mm -hmm. Um, The babies can be there as well. Mm -hmm. And to see the devotion is just it does mm-hmm. all of our hearts. It makes everything you do worthwhile. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Every yes. year, Boom Goddess Radio has a fundraiser. And um, this year, as, as Dr. Andrea said, it's the Haven. And last year, we had mm-hmm. the um, 
Sister. the Sister Jose Shelter for homeless right. women, and and we had uh, we did a room. I think we did a remarkable job. We got a, a lot of a lot of help from our network of extraordinary women. Mm-hmm. We cooked Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner for fifty women. We had a food drive mm-hmm. and a, at Sister Jose's. At Sister at yeah. Sister Jose's, a food drive and a clothing mm-hmm. drive. So it makes you feel so good to do to do good work for for yes. women. And we want to salute all the women that are listening that around around the world that are listening that help to contribute to any right. women's causes. Mm-hmm. Reading a little background information on the Cameo Foundation, there are a lot of events that you do during right. the year. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of take us through the next couple so our listeners can be aware? Well, we have um, a dancing course right off of the bat where we're going to be doing a, a dancing fashion show which i started 10 years ago um and i did these in california for the some charities before we moved here but it's a dancing fashion show and all it's all musical um everything's every every uh, it's men women and children it's a family thing um and so they we have live music everybody dances everybody models they dance they don't just model if they don't if they're not moving they better hurry up and and Hermie yells at them in rehearsal you got to move you got to move they got to be dancing and they dance to the music we have live music our our band director that works with us in the pageant um and he did he was a band director for our ball for 12 years but he does all live music and we have men women and children this year, uh, some of our queens are going to be uh, doing a dance on the runway. So it's it's um, it's 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 grown. It's uh, we have probably three to three hundred and fifty people that attend that. And that's the next one coming up. Yep. Yes. It, yeah, it's coming up in November, and um, of course, November sixteenth. November sixteenth. Yeah. Um, applications go out the first week, so right away I have to first send all the information out on on the fashion show, and then the applications for Miss Senior Arizona go out the first week of September. And you want to tell our listeners how, if anyone wants to have a crown in 2020, <laughs> you want to tell our listeners how they would apply and walk them through that? They can call 602-788-9556, and all I need is an address, name and an address, and a telephone number and an email, and they'll get an application, and then they're welcome to call me, talk to me about what we do and what they need to do, or if they have questions. And they'll get, and everything will be in their application. All the dates, everything is in there. Is there a fee to apply? There is a, a ninety nine, hundred and twenty five dollars. We went to ninety nine for a long time, but one hundred twenty five dollars is their entry fee, and that's what they own. And basically, we try to keep the pageants and let them know you don't have to spend a lot of money to go. You don't have to, you don't have to have a brand new gown. You there's, we give them options, there are places that they could go get a, a gown for inexpensive. Uh, so we don't. We try to keep them down, not to go spend a lot of money, and don't put a lot of money into it. But we try to help them find those things. And a lot of former contestants and former queens will bring gowns mm-hmm. for sale at oh, a really true. reasonable price mm-hmm. during that first rehearsal. And so there's a lot of that going on. So that's about a thing about Arizona. Yeah. There's not that many opportunities right. for gown <laughs> wear, exactly. especially in Tucson. <laughs> right, right. Um, one mm-hmm. of the things that strikes me as I listen to both of you is the creativity that gets unleashed mm-hmm. by you guys, by mm-hmm. the, the ones of you who plan and come up with novel ideas, like the dancing fashion mm-hmm. show. And I think that, you know, sometimes we need a bit of a container mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. stimulus 
to really bring forth that creativity that's right. because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that keeps us vital mm-hmm. along with friendship along with the sisterhood got to keep moving and got to keep moving and keep moving on yeah. every level <laughs> absolutely another thing we're, we're planning for the 1st of November is to um, have a trunk sale where we would find a parking lot we would be all dressed up in our gowns and glitz and glitter, and we would have a garage sale out of the trunks of our car. Cool. And we have many gowns to sell, and we just thought, what a fun way to, you know, to give back. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would be, all the money that we would raise would go towards the, the either the foundation or the Cameo mm-hmm. Club, mm-hmm. however we want to earmark mm-hmm. that. Earmark it. Well, yeah. the, the Cameo Club's purpose is to support the foundation, the pageant, that is their purpose. It's right on their bylaws. They're, that so every all the money that they bring in goes toward putting on the pageant. So they give us a check. They give the foundation a check every year after at the end of the year to help pay the expenses for the pageant. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to also rem- you should show them your ring yes. to mention that our one of our um, sponsors is. The jeweler and my ring was made by a the, was a designer. He went out of business, but he designed the Miss Seniors on a ring, and um, he went out of business and retired. And John Wallach Jewelers took it over, and he does them now. But every queen gets the ring. Oh, beautiful! And Gorgeous. I think Arizona is the only pageant. I don't think so. I think we are. I think we're the only one. And we also I want to mention the fact that um, Times Media and Steve Strickbein. Love and Life After 50 is our presenting sponsor, and they've been with the pageant since it started. Wow. Wow. That's well, amazing. you know, they're also friends of ours, and mm-hmm. I think that's how we all met. Absolutely. Um, uh, they were kind enough to do a story on Bloom Goddess mm-hmm. Radio yeah. um, mm-hmm. for their Tucson right. and their Phoenix mm-hmm. uh, edition. Right. Uh-huh. And Ava read about us. I read about you, <laughs> yeah. and, we, and Ava, yeah. Ava called mm-hmm. to introduce herself, and so we were, we were both featured in that yeah. same mm-hmm. publication. That same they uh-huh. do wonderful, wonderful Steve publication. Steve Strickbine is absolutely adorable. In fact, I don't know if you know this, but he just bought a bunch of newspapers in, in California, too, so that just happened last week. But he is absolutely adorable. He took it over from Steve Fish, and Steve Fish is the one that started it with Love and Life. And Steve Fish was the one that was with the foundation, I mean, um, Miss Senior Arizona, from the day that Hetty and Helen started it, because he was also, she was in the media, and so was he, and that's how they knew that. So Love and Life has been with us for 30 years now. How fantastic. And I want to just touch base a little bit on one of your tag lines, which is to support the age of elegance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who came up with that term? That's national. That was Al Mott. Oh. And then he started this um, 40 years ago, and he started out because he felt that the women over 60 was the age of elegance, and that's what he named it, and that's how it's been. And he, he, they've been wonderful, and we've been with them for 30 now. <laughs> if you were to... Um share with granddaughters, mm-hmm. let's say, daughters and granddaughters, uh, something about your experience, each of you. What would you want to say to little ones who, of course, are living with the fantasy mm-hmm. of being princesses mm-hmm. and queens? Mm-hmm. What would you want to say about how that morphs and changes as right. you grow? Well, um, Hermie gives me pictures to hand out when people come up to me and they want to either take a picture or we get to share that. And I wrote in my picture, just to follow your dreams. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we all fantasize about what we think we can be, but we're so bombarded with negative information. And 
all of us are living proof that it doesn't matter how old you are, an age is just a number. Yay, you know? yay to that. And we are not our grandmothers. I mean, my grandmothers were hardworking women, but this is not my grandma. Right. You know? right. <laughs> so we're, we're different. We are such a different generation. And we women are, some of us are still working, still giving back to the community, still developing, reinventing ourselves. And that's, you know, that's why I went through that pageant that third time. I wanted to show my two daughters and my granddaughter, especially that you don't quit. If there's something out there that you feel is, is something that you want, then go for it. Absolutely go for it. That's really inspiring. Right, and right. I could see an audience with, with a whole section of young girls right. looking at this. You know, it's, I'd love to interview them. It is true. Oh, yeah. Well, mine are my, my, Actually, Ken and I are going to be 80 this year, so we're we're up there. But it happy was when, birthday. Well, thank you. <laughs> happy happy birthday. And thank you. But my granddaughters are all grown up. But um, you know, they already know that I have I have a couple crowns, and they're going to get crowns, and they're going to I have two banners, and they're going to get the banners. <laughs> that, they're going to pass them down to their grand their their children. But one of the things that that you have to know is that um, the night that I won. I had I, I didn't plan to win. There was another lady that had sang with, um, sang was had been a professional, been on the US, USO tours and everything. And I mean, I knew she was going to win. That was it. Um, but my family, I had sixty five of them in the in the audience, and my grandkids were on the front row. And the photographer that was there that night turned when I won and turned it on my family. And two of my grandchildren were off of the. They were totally off of their chairs screaming so my granddaughters watched it they saw it <laughs> yes yeah. so wonderful it's well, a beautiful we, um, image the night after this last pageant uh, we were out in the parking lot and uh, one of my grandchildren his his name is Paxton he just turned 13 and he yelled out at the top of his voice my grandma is the best grandma in the universe oh I tell him I tell him at the pageant ladies that you're getting ready that I said you're not ever going to hear you go grandma more than you'll hear that night yeah. <laughs> that's so wonderful that's that's amazing you know our grandmothers didn't have this opportunity mm-hmm. you know we're, we they just grew old and they saw their grandbabies come up and they saw their children grow up but they never had an opportunity yeah. to ha- even have a crown that's what right. a message yeah. for future yeah. girls yeah. they had a crown women. it just wasn't a, it wasn't visual <laughs> exactly <laughs> somebody gave me a crown to my birthday a couple of years ago and i've just never put it i think i'm gonna put it on yeah, my head <laughs> and i have a 95 year old mother at home i think i'm gonna put a crown on her head when i, I get home definitely <laughs> and take a picture deserves that crown for sure <laughs> i cannot thank you enough for coming down and and spending time at the I table it was, great. So it was great. Much. It was great. And uh, we uh, so look forward to the 2020 um, pageant. Please continue to send us information we so we can spread it around on our Boom Goddess Radio and on our on our website. Good. And again, we thank you thank so you. much for being thank here. Thank you with for us. having us. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. It's our pleasure. And perhaps you. we'll see you on stage. Yeah, that's perhaps right. you mm-hmm. will. For more information, visit our website, boomgoddessradio.com, and follow us on Facebook, Boom Goddess. We'd love to hear from you. Your interest powers our programs.